I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're focusing on social media and self-esteem. The connection between social media and self-esteem has been well known for a very long time, but now some new research is raising questions about how harmful it can be, especially for young women, young girls, in terms of their self-esteem, their body image, and just how they approach their life and their overall mental health. That's what we're talking about on this episode of Street Soldiers. Joining me is Dr. Scott Krakauer. He's an osteopath and child psychiatrist with Northwell Health. Um, Dr. Krakauer, thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. We appreciate it. Can we call you Dr. Scott for the show for short? Absolutely. Yeah, everybody, that's fine. People thank call you. me Dr. Okay, Scott. Yeah. Um, also joining us is Cherie L. Smith. She's the editor-in-chief of Laptop Magazine. Cherie, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Also joining us is Valentina Canas. She's a social media influencer. You can find her at Basic Valentina. She's also a dancer. Valentina, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate it. Sharia, I want to start with you on this. In terms of this new information that came out about the connection between social media and self-esteem, what can you tell us about that? I mean, it's something that I think everyone kind of knew um, for a while now, but it's just that it's being put in writing, that it's been studied and it's been confirmed that social media can have a negative effect on young people, particularly young women. Um, the felt like there's just so many ways to cultivate this perfect life and to make it seem like everything is fine and oh she's so pretty or they're so pretty and it's just a lot of smoke and mirrors a lot of the, a lot of the time especially with the power of filters so when you are living your life looking at retouched or filtered images you start thinking that that's how you're supposed to look in real life and that's a level of perfection perfection is unattainable so when you when you keep seeing these images that's what people are going after and then thinking about that. Um, Dr. Scott, in terms of your practice, tell us what you're seeing, especially among girls and young women. I see that they're on, right, they're on social media a lot. Um, sometimes, you know, like, look, there have been some situations where they felt like social media got them through the pandemic, that they felt that they were able to connect with others um, if it wasn't for social media, because again, there wasn't that in-person communication. Um, they learn about certain things from each other. They learn about events. Um, they get, um, basically they get certain information. And then on the other hand, on the flip side, is that at times that they felt that it's been too much, too intense, um, sometimes like feeling like, I don't know, like that they feel like they're missing out on certain things because of social media postings. And I think that that actually really has impacted their self-esteem. Like, and at other times, they've even seen situations where there's been, unfortunately, like bullying um, through various accounts. They don't even know who it is that's bullying them. So again, a lot of different things with social media, some goods, some not so goods. Um, and I think it's definitely, you know, a good discussion. Today. We, need to, we need to be taking a look at it. And that's what we're yeah. doing in the show. Valentina, tell us about your experience. You're a dancer. You're also very active on social media. Explain to us, what does a social media influencer do? 
Okay, so um, I've been on social media for a while now, um, ever since like middle school, but I started taking it seriously about a year ago. Um, and my life has completely changed. It's it obviously has its its pros and cons. Um, I've been able to meet a lot of people, get on new connections and stuff like that. It's my full time job now, thankfully. So um, I get to live off of that. But on the downside, it comes with a lot of like he said, like bullying and um, just a lot of hate and um, negativity. And I've dealt with a lot of mental health issues for about like four years now. Um, but obviously, I've gotten better. But social media kind of like you know, it's mentally draining sometimes because um, you know you have aside from like expecting to be like a certain way um you have all these like people that are also hating on you and like just like bashing on you like literally for no reason because like they're just they're just hateful they just want to like bully and it's hard sometimes because it's really mentally draining but it's also really fun um and like um about two to two years ago um when I started dealing with mental health issues like um not so bad um, I stopped, I literally had to stop wearing makeup. I had to stop editing my pictures because I got to a point where I was looking at myself and I was like, I didn't even recognize her, you know, because I was always editing my pictures, always like putting up this like fake, like, you know, persona. And that's not who I was, you know? So for my own like self-esteem, my own self-love, like, you know, I had to realize like I have to stop doing it. Um, so like on my platforms, I'm always trying to be really raw and um, like just really real to people. Cause that's what people like. A lot of people like um, influencers that just, you know put out like this like realness and like this rawness instead of showing them like oh like my perfect life you know so I'm really about like mental health and like it's okay not to be okay like I go through this as much as you go through it you know and stuff like that all right, we're going to take a short break. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Yo, what up? This your homie Ace Hood, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real poly tricks, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about social media and self-esteem. Yes, it can be a tool for good. Yes, it can be fun. Yes, it can be a way for people to make money. But particularly with young girls and their self-esteem, it can also have some very damaging effects to their mental health. That's what we're talking about right now with our panel. Joining me is Dr. Scott Krakauer. He's a child psychiatrist with Northwell Health. Dr. Scott, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Also joining us is Cherie L. Smith. She is the editor-in-chief of Laptop Magazine. Cherie, thanks so much for being with us. It's a pleasure, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also with us is Valentina Canas. She, or Cañas, if se habla español. She's a social media influencer. Her, her tag is at Basic Valentina. Cherie, with these social media platforms, what do we know about Instagram users? Because aren't they different from Facebook users or some of the other platforms? Um, yes, Instagram users tend to skew younger. Um, it, it is so funny because fa Facebook started out as the place to go for college students and now we've all grown up and now it's the place where your parents go. So uh, kids go to Instagram, they go to Snapchat, they go to t TikTok and a few other places. So um, um, just to have a social media account, you're theoretically supposed to be 14. I see sometimes I see kids that I know are younger than that uh, on having pages, and that is more than a little concerning. The, uh, Dr. Scott, in terms of the age group we're talking about here, like with teens, with I mean, people have social media for you know their business for business purposes, for the careers, for their work. People are making money off it. It's a, it's an actual job, like for Valentina. 
But in terms of the that age group, like around 10, 11, 12, there's there's a lot of the a lot of people on social media at those ages. What does that do to girls, and and what's happening at that stage? Yeah, I, I do see that, and I see that the um, at those ages, I think they're highly impressionable. Um, I think that they are getting mixed in with other age groups, and they're looking um, at certain things, maybe certain person that maybe they shouldn't even be exposed to. And then in a lot of ways, in just in general, I feel like they're very, very vulnerable. Um, again, like with the girls of that age group, as they're starting to hit those teenage years, they're starting to look at to see what others are doing, um, what's going on with their lives. Um, and I think sometimes it just invokes a lot of feelings within themselves. Um, sometimes just like wondering maybe that they're not good enough or maybe that they that they want to aspire to be like this other person. And in a lot of ways, it almost gets carried away to the point it becomes so fictitious that it's not even like you're living in a real life. Um, so again, that those ages are pretty impressionable. As they hit the teenage years more, when you're hitting like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, then you start getting more active. They're learning more about their events, places that they should be going to. Again, like fear of being missing out on things or even intentionally being left out of the things. And I've seen that a lot of these cases where these girls are actually, it's almost like being bullied, like that they're that almost other girls are pur purposely posting. Or that somebody things. else had a birthday party and they weren't invited or had some kind of event yeah. like that. And, yeah, and now it's they're terrible, feeling like they were dissed. Exactly, terrible for their self-esteem, yeah. Valentina, how, tell us like, how old were you and, and what, what were some of the circumstances that led to you really questioning what am I doing on social media and what is it doing it what is it doing to me like when you knew you were kind of getting in a little a little danger zone there for your self-esteem um so I think it was about like three to two years ago um I started like dealing with a lot of self-love issues I was in a toxic relationship and a lot of like just bad things happening um so I think because of that reason um and like also seeing all these pretty girls on social media I wanted to be like them oh I have to look like this my waist needs to be like this my body needs to look a certain way my hair everything needs to look a certain way I think it was about two years ago that I, I finally came to a realization like okay I have to stop because if I continue it's gonna just like um, make my mental health even worse because I had already gone through therapy I've been through a lot of mental health issues prior to that so that was just making it so much worse for me so I had to like kind of snap out of it and be like okay you're beautiful the way you are you don't have to look like that there's no like you don't have to have the small waist you don't have to have like these beauty standards you know that everyone expects you to like look and and like talk and all these things so I like I said earlier had to stop editing my pictures had to stop using filters I literally just like take pictures and post them you know and it's for myself I have stopped wearing makeup for that reason too and then and what kind of reactions what kind of reactions did you get did you get support for for those choices yeah so um I, I never was open about you know editing my pictures because I mean I don't know uh like for me it was kind of like embarrassing you know because I wouldn't want people knowing I would edit my pictures um, but obviously people started seeing, like, I started posting about mental health more. I started being more open about my life. I, I started posting like pictures with me with like my, like my acne, like, you know, and things like that. People started noticing the change. And I think that's why a lot of people, like I have a lot of supporters and people that can just like really relate and be like, okay, she's real. Like she's like raw, you know, like she doesn't like, um, try to pretend like her life is perfect because as much as I love putting my good things out there, I like to put out like, you know, I'm, I'm not having a good taste today. Like it's, it's fine like it's normal you know Cherie what what do you think about that as a woman when you when you hear what Valentina was going through 
I mean, I think I, I definitely can relate. Like the, everybody has ups and downs. Like I personally am not a makeup person. I do it for media appearances or if I'm go if I know I'm going to be on camera. But um, I like I, I think it's a it's I think it's a great way to live. Like like show who you really are like that's what people want to engage with I want right. to know like I want to know like hey I like maybe Valentina had a bad day that's something that I might be able to relate to I've been in a toxic relationship I've like I've, like people like relating with people and that's the that's what social media is supposed to do bring people together um on like-minded causes and like build your little communities it's not supposed to be this idolization that we're doing and using it for now or this bullying or the or this like kind of clone zone because it, it seems Dr. Scott like we're also kind of like in the clone zone of what, what Valentina and Cherie are talking about where it's just like everybody this is what the ideal this is what the feminine ideal is but that's of these superstars and it's after tens of thousands of dollars of surgery and all kinds of things that they probably have access to we don't even know exist yet but it's like you know there, there are these ideals that are very stylized there's there's a stylist there's a hair person there's you know, there, there's a makeup artist, there's all kinds of assistants, you know, trying to make these perfect pictures that is just not like us getting dressed in our, you know, in our bedrooms in the morning or putting on makeup in the bathroom or putting on makeup, you know, at a stoplight in the car, you know? Exactly. And you can get really carried away. So you can really like look at these pictures and really think that this is like what you should be looking like and sort of get almost like obsessed to the point that you want, it becomes more and more and more you want. And then there's also the feeling almost like that it, unless you show this almost like appearance that other people want to see that you're not gonna get followers, right? So that that's also in the background, I think of a lot of these people that if I show who I really am, maybe people won't follow me as much or they may not tag me as much because I don't look a certain way. And have you seen have you have you seen girls where they they come in and they're like they're telling me I'm ugly they're telling me I'm not pretty they're telling me I'm too skinny I'm too fat I'm too this I'm too that Absolutely I do I see it all the time and you know what I have to say the weight is a big issue on social media I see girls they come they'll come in and they'll tell me that they just that they want to get thinner because they were being bullied online because of the way that they looked that they were too overweight online or that it's other times they just, and then other times being commented that, that the way they were, that they maybe they didn't have the appearance or the certain, the certain look, their feminine look that they, that they should have, or, you know, things like that. No, yeah. a, a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot of pressure. We're going to continue talking about the connection between social media and self-esteem with our panel. When we come back, this is Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers. Don't go away. Yeah, yeah, what up, what up, what up? This is Styles P, the Ghost, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people, only on Hot 97. Yeah, Ghost told you so. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about social media and self-esteem with our panel, Dr. Scott Krakauer. He's a child psychiatrist at Northwell Health. Dr. Scott, great to have you with us. It's really great to be with you. Thank you so much. Also with us is Cherie L. Smith. She's the editor-in-chief of Laptop Magazine. Cherie, thanks for being with us. We it's always a pleasure. It. Thank you. Also joining us is Valentina Canas, or Canas, if you speak Spanish. Um, she's a social media influencer. Her handle is at Basic Valentina. She's also a dancer who's appeared in a number of uh, music videos. Valentina, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Valentina, tell us about the, the pressures as, you know, as a dancer too, you have to maintain a certain body image 
or body type, depending upon the, you know, depending upon which music genre it is for Latin will be one thing, you know, for hip hop, it'll be a different kind of, kind of a look. Tell us about that. So yeah, growing up, um, I've always um, been in around like girls, you know, that were super fit and, you know, a like super healthy, but like I grew up, I'm Hispanic, I'm, I'm from Colombia. So my family would always eat and I would always be good, you know? Um, so growing up, um, obviously like hitting puberty and stuff, like I started gaining weight and I wasn't like skinny and fit like everyone else, but um, I still had the, the dancing skills. Like I, I, I was a great dancer. And so, you know, I think a lot of times it just also depends on what studios you go to, what kind of um, teachers you're around. But I, my, I thankfully was, um, was blessed enough to like be around um, teachers that weren't mean, you know, they would encourage you to eat healthy. They would encourage you to work out and we would work out at our dance studios as well. But um, they weren't like, you're too fat. Like you have to lose weight or you're not going to dance, you know? Cause I know that some students are like that. And it's sad to see, cause um, I know girls that aren't skinny and they, they're amazing. Like you don't have to have a certain look to be able to dance. And I think that's something that people should start. Like, I mean, in nowadays, I think you see a lot of, a lot like, you know, of every type of body type, dancing co competitions and music videos, which I love. Um, so There's yeah. more diversity, There's definitely more diversity. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Um, Dr. Scott, what, what about that in terms of, ter do you feel there is more acceptance or is it still the same when you're a 12 or 13 year old? I think it's, I think there's a little bit more acceptance in some ways that you're seeing um, people find that you're, that they're more accepting of just who you are somewhat as a person, but at the same token, I still find people are very judgmental. Um, so I, I think it's a, I think it could be a split situation. And again, like I think that there could just be some general concerns, like there just could be societal pressures just for, or comments being made on social media just for you to either lose more weight or gain more weight or do certain things based on uh, cultural situations and other things like that. So, do the, so in terms of the in terms of the mental health of, of the of the girls of these teen right. girls and these preteen girls. How severe does it get? Is this like is this like like a topic? Just a topic we're talking about, or is this does it get really severe where it it's, it it affects them and they need treatment? Oh, it it can it can get very severe. So the truth is is that you know I guess what goes on on the outside you may never really know in social media. What goes on on the inside it, you can have internal turmoil, um, feeling like you're not good enough. That lack of self worth wears on you. And then you can develop almost into this depressive state that you can't get out of. Um, highly anxious, um, worrying a lot about what other people think. Um, and then just into this sort of negativistic kind of feeling, even though girls have actually reported to me that they'll show themselves as smiling online and being happy. It's not always the case. It's just, and so, so there's long, are there long-term effects too? I do see long-term effects because I do feel, again, every case is different. So I do feel if there was a traumatic situation that happened online, that's where I see more of the longer term effects. Those effects like this, these kids wouldn't stop saying something around me or they made a comment to me about my weight. And then and now I'm still where I'm at right now. I'm still counting calories. I'm still in this situation, even though it happened almost eight years ago. So you're looking at adults, I actually see, they're young adults, and they still think back to that time when they were in middle school where these girls were saying things to them. Middle school, middle online. school seemed to be a rough, like a, a real rough time. 
it's a rough time, but the thing is they can't get out of it because it's online, it was posted, they see it. It's not like the older days where you didn't have it. Now it's there and it's sort of still in your face and repostings. So right. what do you do with all the repostings and then the re-trauma? It's almost like getting traumatized again, that complex trauma you can develop from, from um, these repostings and things that happened years ago. You can't escape it sometimes. And that's where I see some of the longer term effects. Sheree, in terms, in terms, we've seen the social, we've seen the so, social media companies say they're doing things, you know, to stop some of the bullying, to stop some of the body shaming, those types of things. What, <laughs> what is your, what is your take on, like, give us an idea of what they're doing and, and what do you really think about that? They say they're doing things, but uh, I don't I don't see it having an effect like you're supposed to be able to, to report people that are bullying and this in that. Um, and the, yeah, there are buttons and you can and you can say, hey, such and such is being a bully and you're and hopefully their content will or their comment or whatever they put up will be removed. But all, more often than not, I see those um, tools being used to actually bully people. So if someone is saying, hey, I support Black Lives Matter, or hey, that's fat phobic, stop doing that. Like all of a sudden, you'll see an, another post from that creator saying, oh, well, that was removed because trolls banned it as hate speech or bullying. And then they have to go through this whole appeals process just to get their content back up that was really trying to be um, self-affirming or affirming of a certain um, marginalized community or a cause. And I like... Facebook and TikTok and Snap and uh, wherever you, wherever you are, they need to do a better job of of with with the moderation because I feel like once it, once you get enough tags that oh this is hate speech they just take it down then you right. have to go through and like hey appeal it and you, more more often than not your stuff will get uh, reinstated but a lot of times it, you won't get reinstated they won't give you a, a reason there's no dialogue and it's just like the bu the bullies actually won in that case. Oh wow, Valentina. What about, tell us a little bit about like your experience when when things were happening. People were saying these negative things about you online. How did that how did that evolve? Um. So I like I said, I started taking social media seriously about a year ago, even less. I think um, the beginning of this year, so since January. Um. But yeah, I think a lot of people just don't like seeing other people like you know like just like get like meet their goals or like do certain things because they want to be in that position as well so I feel like um a lot of people just started hating on me for I don't know literally absolutely no reason like I have no reason for people to hate me but people would just either make fun of the way I look the way I my, my body is um just a lot of things that would compare me to other girls that would tell me like you're not a good dancer and it would just be trolls like it would literally be people with like no profile picture no username like it's like a random username um but yeah it, it definitely took a lot of um of like mental strength to like keep going and and me wanting to keep doing this as a job because um even not too long ago a couple of weeks ago I was going through it online and I kept getting hate um on social media on TikTok especially like TikTok is like the worst place that you can go to for like hate and like bullying because that's where it's like mainly at and um it sucks because it's really like my, my job like TikTok is my main job and Instagram um so yeah it's, it's mentally draining like it's really really bad sometimes um but I just kept, like I had to 
I have to remind myself what I'm doing this for and I'm doing this for my family I'm doing this for myself and I just have to keep chasing my dreams and I can't let any distractions you know or any hate get to me because I've been through a lot so I'm pretty sure getting hate will like I can just get through it as well all right well very encouraging to hear that but the, and glad glad that you're doing so much better um this is Street Soldiers I'm your host Lisa Evers we'll be back right after this yeah, 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 salute. This is General Steele from Smith & Wesson. And right now you're listening to Street Soldiers with your girl Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about social media and self-esteem, especially for girls and young women. Joining us for this conversation, Dr. Scott Krakauer of Northwell Health. Dr. Scott, great to have you with us. Thank you so much. Great to be here with you guys. Thank you. Also with us, Cherie L. Smith, Editor-in-Chief of Laptop Magazine. Cherie, great to have you with us. Awesome to be here, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also with us, Valentina Canas, or Canas, if you speak Spanish. Um, she's a social media influencer, and her handle is at Basic Valentina. Valentina, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Um, Dr. Scott, is there something about the human psyche or about girls in particular or women or females, it's like the hate is so much easier to express and the jealousy and the all these negative emotions than support. You know, I do see that what happens is amongst that well, amongst women is that sometimes there's just a lot of talk amongst each other, let's say about things that are going on, things that they could be doing, things, a lot of pressure on them to be perfect. To, to almost to succeed, be perfect, to be in the limelight. Um, and then if that's, you know, they feel this sense of pressure and at the same token, if they're not living up to it, then I find that sometimes people turn around, they may say something, talk around behind their back um, and then not include them in certain situations. And it just, I see this happening. And I think that that actually impacts a lot of their uh, overall well-being. Like being left out in different uh, situations or events or? Yeah. And also just, again, I think that there's just a pressure, a lot of pressure is just on them in general. Like, are they going to succeed? Um, what are they going to do with their lives? They're always, you know, um, how they look, their appearance is, you know, always being judged. And I think that they're often being judged by, uh, they get, by, by other women or they could be judged by men as well. So it could go either way. Um, but there's just always that pressure, I think, internally with them. And I think that there's a, a lot of anxiety that comes with that. Cherie, let me ask you this. As, as a very successful businesswoman, as a woman of color who's groundbreaking in a lot of areas, especially in this whole tech field, do you feel that social media is distorting women, especially young women's value system, where instead of like get an education, get a career, make your moves in business, it's about look a certain way so that you can get the likes and get the money that way and not really have, you know, the credentials or the experience or the training or the education. Um, some, pe some people say that. I don't know if I buy that, but some people say that. I don't know if I like, because at the end of the day, it really comes down to the parents. And like, I, I am very thankful that I am not a teenager, a tweenager, whatever you want to call it, growing up in this era where all of my mistakes could be documented. Um, but I am also thankful that I had that, serious support system in my family and my outside family like I, there was when I was in school uh particularly middle school we had a 
program for young girls called Images to build up your self-worth and to let you know about body images and to say that like, uh, like maybe if you were thinking about being sexually active, to talk about that, like have those things. It is really, really important that the parents or the guardians or whoever is there are constantly watching and shaping uh, what young people um, consume and put it into perspective because if without that perspective, yeah, you're right. People are going to think, oh, if I just look like this, if I get that BBL or if I get this breast lift or this facelift or if I look like this and my baby hairs are laid and all of this, I'll get that. That's not really guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. And hell, I'm a 41, I'm about to be 41. I am a member of the Chunk Squad, big and beautiful, baby. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I'm a... And I'm a geek. Like, like I get like, like people say things all the time. But I'm a like, I'm a grown ass woman who has had the uh, who had that support system, so I can brush that off. But I right. can't imagine getting that type of vitriol twenty four seven. So it's really, really important to have uh, you have your feet grounded in reality and know that online online life is just that online life it has nothing to do right. with your the, actual reality but valentino did you have have you had support no and especially should be what you're saying to go through that at the middle school level too without the support has got to be very 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 scary valentina have you have you had support from your family or when you were going through like your darkest time tell us how you how you got out of that and how you made it through that um so yeah so about like I said four years ago I started dealing with all those mental health issues and um as a Hispanic um growing up in a Hispanic household um my parents didn't really like believe in like mental health and they just thought like mm -hmm. it can just go away it's, it's not really like a thing you know so actually back then I had to deal with it on my own so it's kind of like um that's why it's kind of easy for me to deal with things right now because I've, I've been independent in that way um dealing with things on my own going through depression anxiety panic attacks like I had to go through like a lot of things um even dealing with like something called derealization like it was like really really dark for me and I had to go through it for like about a year and a half until I got therapy finally until my parents kind of started believing me um but when they started believing me yeah I got 100% their support and like I obviously like I opened up to them they opened up to me and stuff like that and even recently when I'm getting all this hey like I, I'm always calling my mom I, I'm calling my boyfriend or like I, I'm just getting support from my friends as well like they're always being really supportive and reminding me who I am because like she was saying earlier um a lot of like people's mistakes now are just put on social media so it, it doesn't really matter like if you said you're sorry if like you're not that person anymore. It will be there forever and people will still hate on you and will try to bring you down for those reasons. And it kind of sucks because, you know, like people make mistakes. I'm human. Just of because course. I'm a social media just because I'm a social media influencer doesn't mean I have made mistakes in my life. I've grown from them, but it doesn't mean that I have to be pinned down for it or oh you're 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 we're gonna cancel you. Like cancel culture sucks. Like it's literally the worst thing and like they'll literally do everything in their power to hate on you and to cancel you and to like literally destroy your career. And so but having the support that I have from my family, friends and boyfriend is the best thing because I obviously you're the only person that can help yourself. You're the only person that can really get yourself out of things. But having that support and having people cheer you on, telling you like to keep going to not give up, remind you of who you are, remind you of what you're doing. It really helps because if I was doing this alone I wouldn't know where I would be to be honest it's really really hard no and it's it's great what it's great how you've survived and thrived and are creating your own destiny right now and really speaking out on the show to help other people we really appreciate that Dr. Scott what advice do you have for 
for parents because we heard Valentina say she was in her teens when she had started having these panic attacks and these other very you know severe and scary symptoms what what can you what advice can you leave us with for parents I always tell the parents be supportive of your kids as much as possible you know you want to be there for them you want them to feel comfortable where they can open up to you it's obviously really tough years like parents have come up to me and told me I just don't even know what to do sometimes they feel like they have too much information on their plate but at the same token it's like if the kid can't open up to you then you're never going to really know what's going on. So you want to be supportive. You want to know who their friend group is. You want to feel like you want to be actively involved with them. Like know who their friend group is. If they're going out with their friends, trying to figure out where are they going? Where are they going to be next? Um, so just this way, you're not overdoing it. I don't want you to feel like if you're a parent that you're kind of have to micromanage them because that's not what the kids want. And certainly it's going to backfire on you. But at the same token, as long as you have an idea of where your kids are going and what they're doing and what they're doing in general, then they'll feel like they can be more open and honest with you. It, it always you comes down to the, converse, the conversation and the communication. Dr. Scott, thank you so much for being yeah. with us. We appreciate yeah. it. Don't hang up yet, though. Um, Cherie, in terms of the in, in terms of the girls, what what message do you have to the girls who are watching this right now? in terms of accepting self-acceptance and just really staying strong and true to themselves? Um, basically, you're beautiful no matter what you look like. Like there's nobody else like you. Um, that things do get better. Like everybody has their awkward phases. Everybody messes up, but it's how you rally from those failures is what it defines you as a person. It's really what's on the inside. Your character is what counts. Definitely. Cherie, thank you so much. Valentina, what advice, what advice do you have for the girls that are watching this and, and for, for the women too, about in terms of handling the stress or pressure of negativity that comes their way? Um, so like I always tell my supporters, um, I, I just want to tell you guys that it's going to be okay. Like as much, I know it's kind of cliche to say and like kind of hard to believe, but I've been through so much in my life enough for, for me to be here right now and tell you that it's going to be okay. Like the only way like from being down is up like you can only go up from there like you hit rock bottom the only way you can go is up and so I just encourage anyone who's watching this to really keep going and pushing and keep being strong because as many things as many as much as bad things can happen a lot of good things can happen as well so you can't be discouraged when things like that happen because when there's rain there's always sunlight there's always rainbows you know so you have to remind yourself that there is a better tomorrow and even though you're dealing with things right now it's going to get better no matter what you're going through or no matter what's going to come ahead you just have to keep focusing on your goals and what you're doing this for and and yeah just keep believing yourself because you are strong enough all right well that's a great message to end the show and i want to thank all of you for being with us uh, Dr. Scott Krakauer, thanks so much for joining us. Shereel Smith, thank you for being with us again. And Valentina Canas, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. And thank you for being with us. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace, love, and justice for all.